right, everyone, welcome to this episode of the Smart Bridge Transform IT podcast. I am your host, Zach Reynolds. Uh, normally, I'm the uh, coordinator and producer for these, but today I'm going to be the, the host in the absence of Patrick and Mirage, uh, the, the host that you're normally used to. Uh, got a great episode today. We're going to be bringing in uh, Raul Pena. He is actually one of our RPA senior consultants here at SmartBridge. He's been with us for quite a while. And we have the pleasure of speaking with uh, Sanjay Patel. He is a director of quality and assurance at Weingarten Realty. Uh, so we're going to be diving into all things RPA or robotic process automation in this episode. So before we bring in our guest, uh, Raul, why don't you go ahead and give us a brief intro on you and what you do at SmartBridge. Yes, thank you, Zach. Uh, hello, everyone. So um, I currently play the role of RPA architect at SmartBridge. A um, little bit about myself. I've been in the IT industry for 10 plus years. Uh, I started as a web developer, Java developer, um, more, more like a full stack developer. Um, and then I also spent a long time of my career as a JDE developer. Um, then a couple of years ago, uh, about three years ago, we launched the RPA practice at SmartBridge. And since then, I've been um, breeding RPA. So now I do the, the role of RPA architect. Awesome, Raul. Hey, thank you for joining us, man. We really appreciate it. Uh, so Sanjay, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, about Wine Garden, and uh, we can just kind of continue the conversation further. Hi, thank you, Zach. Uh, I work for Wine Garden Realty. Uh, which is one of the nation's premier real estate investment uh, known as REIT. We own, manage, acquire, develop, and redevelop strategically located neighborhood and community shopping centers. The vast majority of our shopping centers are anchored by a supermarket or a national value-oriented value retailer. Uh, our national footprint encompasses major metropolitan market across the United States. Uh, we concentrate our growth in the areas we currently serve, allowing us to effectively lease and manage our assets through our regional offices. We offer real estate for everyday retail, so we stay abreast of changing demographics in order to offer our communities the products and services each desire. We have 162 properties, 31 million square foot, and 80% are grocery anchored centers. Our headquarters is in Texas, founded in 1992, and the industry is real estate. I joined as a junior developer in Weingarten in 2002. Prior to that, I was a consultant when they were acquiring California properties. And over a short period, a couple of days, they wanted the data imported and run their analysis. That's when I joined Weingarten as a consultant. My after being permanent, my primary focus was upscaling the Lotus Notes application. We had fully inbuilt custom legacy system in Lotus Notes, and the backend was AS400. Enhanced legal, leasing, PM construction, all accounting tools with this legacy system so that the users didn't have to go to the green screen in AS400. I'm a, I used to be a strong developer, designer, and my forte is in testing and a great analyst. I not only do quality assurance, but I wear all the hats. 
current title is director of QA, wearing all the hats possible to hear the business needs and develop and deploy near bulletproof tools for business to be more effective. Understood. Well, thank you so much for uh, for uh, giving us that introduction, Sanjay. So I know you've had to wear uh, quite a bit of hats there at One Garden, and one of them recently for the uh, project that we're doing is uh, robotic process automation and how that has really enveloped into a variety of industries, uh, real estate being just one of the many. Uh, so I, I know that before our call, you were, br you were briefly telling us that uh, prior to the project of SmartBridge, there was very little experience on y'all's end uh, with RPA. So before we kind of got into the weeds of that and what we've learned, tell us a little bit about uh, your, your interaction with robotic process automation and uh, what you think about it now and things that you've learned in the process. Uh, my experience for robotic process automation was near to zero. I was completely outsider for an RPA, a very new person uh, learning the skills. I learned it while working with SmartBridge, uh, Rahul, Rohit, and Dallas, which we started with a small project for a new hire provisioning, which we thought it's a simple and a small project, but it was really a complex project touching multiple areas. My grasping power and learning, the development was good working with SmartBridge smart, uh, team we had a very good tool to automate repetitive tasks. That's what I saw from working on the new hire provision, that people who day in, day out do the same task can be automated, make them free and do more critical work and focus on more critical, important work. I believe the biggest time consuming was to understand the process and detailed document step by step and not just high level as the users had information in their head, but not documented. So what I understood while working in an RPA project was to go detail to, not to the high level, but to the low level, step-by-step, step, documenting and seeing where everything can be automated or where the processes can be changed. The example I would give is the PDD, process design documentation, had never seen that before. So it was a very good experience working uh, with SmartBridge team. And simultaneously, we had another project so I could visualize what needs to happen. Yeah, something, something to add here, uh, Zach, is that in, uh, specifically for this project, Sanjay played the BA role. Uh, and as he mentioned in his in his career, he, he has very strong BA skills. Uh -huh. So. Um, uh, so RPA by nature is process-based. So, you know, BA, it has a very important role in the success of an RPA project because the first thing that we need to do is understand the process. And as Sanjay says, uh, many companies don't really have them documented. So we we kind of need to do that on the go. Um, and one of the, of the side effects of that is that when you document your processes and you go through them, uh, you realize there are a lot of places for, for improvement, uh, things that can be done in different ways, that can be done faster. Uh, but I want to say that one of the key factors for the success of this project and, the, and the, the projects after that is that Sanjay has very strong technical and, and, and business analyst skills. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right. You know, I heard 
I once heard a gentleman say that whenever you implement RPA, you actually have a, uh, a better and more intimate knowledge of your processes than you did before RPA. Whereas the, the typical way of thinking would be okay if you're going to automate a process, be it end to end, uh, or, or just automating, you know, like a basic role based mundane process, you would think that you would have limited knowledge of it, but I've actually been told it was the opposite. Uh, Sanjay, was that something that you, that you experienced whenever uh, you first got enveloped in RPA? Did you gain a better all around knowledge of the process in general as it was going on? Yes. Uh, for our, uh, the project we worked, definitely I agree. The processes, there were loopholes, there were improvements in the project, uh, process, which after nailing it down and documenting it, not only documenting, but doing a visual also, how the process works. That was very, very helpful because a lot of stuff, people, different people did different work orders assigning to the new high provision, and we didn't know what they were doing, and the time was being spent. You can easily see that three to five days was cut down to like an hour. Oh, wow. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so something here, Zach, is that right now we're talking about the process uh, and how we document the process. Uh, but I, I want to mention that that's just the starting point. Mm -hmm. uh, the other part, if um, uh, so, you have your process documented. Now it's time to start coding. So the fun part, and mm -hmm. because of Sanjay's technical background, uh, and he was really helpful to us because uh, we had a lot of challenges. Uh, this right. process that we're talking about. It it integrates about uh, and you can correct me, Sanjay, but I think it's seven to eight applications, and all correct. of them from different natures. They are some of them are legacy applications, some of them are, are like old applications. Uh, but uh, and I think that's where the, the power of RPA comes in place. And I think Sanjay can talk more about that. But we could basically integrate anything we wanted in our process, even if it's a very old system that we had to interact uh, through UI or through comment prompt, uh, we were able to do that. Gotcha. Well, I'll tell you what then, uh, Raul, you had mentioned that uh, during this project, there were a lot of, uh, there were definitely some challenges and limitations. And, and, and as far as the project goes with Wine Garden, I am not too uh, in the weeds with that. I know that you were on that project and you and Sanjay have actually gotten to work uh, very closely. I know that you had talked about his technical experience being very ideal uh, while this was going on. So. Uh, at this point of the conversation, I really don't know too, too much about it. So I would like uh, for Raul, you and Sanjay, if y'all just want to share a little bit more with us and our listeners uh, who might be starting their RPA journey, can you share some of the challenges and some of the limitations that you experienced and, uh, you know, what was useful to you moving forward and really what you grasped and uh, what would be useful to uh, our listeners who may be going through the same thing? Yeah, I'll let Sanjay talk on that. Okay, thank you, Rahul. I would uh, first start with what project we were working for. It was uh, provisioning a new hire. So it uh, varies for different departments and different office locations. So with IT, it took us uh, time to set up a new hire, which would take us about three to five days, getting all the approvals and stuff, and then setting them into the different system, including their network access, Active Directory access, scanner access, folder access, login to JD, login to Hubble, login to Tab, 
bottom line system, all different systems. So, uh, and setting their approvals, assigning the role, security, everything. So pretty much it takes that long time to set it up. And everyone has got the different, that was the current process, that a help desk ticket would be created and different work orders would be generated. And there were dependencies and people would wait till the prior work completed and follow that. So basically that was the full automation of any new hire, including not only the full-time employee, whether they are part-time, whether they are temporary, whether they are consultants, anyone. So that was uh, documented and a revised process rather than emails. There was an Excel file created and processing that Excel file. Multiple users, one user, whatever. The challenges we ran across while doing was different email templates. So we had to send an email with the login and the password to the manager who requested for the new hire. And if there were error trapping, if anywhere going through 10 different items, if anyone failed, we would proceed to the next if it was not a dependent. And how do we get the email templates uh, working in different systems like Outlook or iPad or iPhone. So configuring that was a little challenging, but we overcame uh, that process with Dallas's expertise. Then there was locating as a license for our team. So that was also achieved by SmartBridge. Then we had little technical issues on single sign-on for JD Edwards because we use single sign-on, and that's a third-party tool where uh, the permission required had to be specific, and that also was uh, worked out by Dallas and Raul. Then we had challenges on Exchange Mailbox. Generally, we have a hybrid setup, local and the cloud, and that was an issue using from the UI part. So we, the activity using for mailbox creation was causing a problem creating in two different places a mailbox. So at the end, I believe Dallas uh, troubleshooted it and found an alternate method by using PowerShell. And we were able to achieve that using PowerShell script and running it through the UI part. The project initially looked at it was a simple, but it basically turned around to be a little complex project, not a very uh, complex project. Uh, project. But there was no highest ROI. But the focus was to work with SmartBridge team and learn and understand the RPA and the UI part. Because we were just trying to wet our feet. There was nothing we had worked before or known before. So all the setup was being done by Smart, uh, SmartBridge. Rohit uh, did all the setups for the servers and uh, uh, other items. My involvement in this project from start till finish, I was a BA uh, and we documented the business process. I did heavy testing and due to my extra knowledge with JD Orchestrator, which I'm not a JD developer, we, our company was originally Lotus Note. Just four years back, we bought the ERP system with JD and I have been learning no official training, it's just learned on fly at the office. And with JD Orchestrator, we built 
quick JD integration to set up the JD user security and that with Rohit and worked with Raul and Dallas too. I believe it was a successful project and saved human hours. At least helped us now don't have to focus setting up new hires. Yeah, something very important that Sanjay mentioned is that this process was not the highest ROI process. And, uh, but I think we're guarding to took a very interesting approach where we usually recommend long, low hanging fruits. So big ROI, um, uh, a few applications involved, uh, a few steps, uh, but they didn't want to do that. They want to go with a more complex process that even though it, it, it's not that frequent, it doesn't give a lot of ROI. It will show them, uh, the world of RPA, how it works, uh, and since it was not that easy, it will show them how to integrate a lot of applications from different natures together. Um, and I think, uh, as Sanjay said, the project was successful. Um, and they did learn a lot about RPA. So I think to start their RPA journey that way was, was a very interesting and effective way of, of doing it. Uh, and then on top of that, and I think that, that that's going to be our next topic, uh, Sanjay was building, so I want to say like midway through our project, Sanjay started building his own automation uh, for a different uh, process. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, because, uh, you know, the, the the approach we take is we teach them to fish instead of just giving them the fish. Mm-hmm. And and by at, at the, at some, at, well, so midway through the first project, Sanjay was ready to start doing his own. And he actually did that and deployed successfully, but he, he can tell us more about that. Yes, Rahul, thank you. You are a great help on the team. While, <laughs> working, on, while working on the new hire provision and as they were building blocks, I was not waiting till the end to do test or even understand the process. So if they built one block and I would test and find issues and they would refix those and at least that way going forward. So that made me understand and learn the process much better, which I was technically just a BA in the project from start to finish. But simultaneously, we, are, we had a collection who was doing a lot of manual stuff. So basically, every month, uh, they had a team in offshore uh, who would contact. The rent is due on the first of each month. And if uh, tenants have not paid, they would call them starting on the 10th. So the Accenture company, which is an offshore company, they would call each tenant from the highest dollar amount and throughout the month contact them, which they would not be able to contact multiple times or they may not even be able to finish all the tenants, including the lower amount. So that was a tedious process, which they had to do and our collection team would contact the major tenant. That process was automated past due rent notices. So we made uh, getting all the tenants' emails and all that and configured that and started working on that while watching how the new hire provision was being built. So I had questions which Rahul and Dallas helped me while working. So I would ask them technical question: if this is it, how would we do that? And basically, because I knew the requirement, what we need to automate and the process thoroughly. So we made that possible. And it was multiple, not even 
simple as new hire. It was a complex project, which within less than an hour, multiple times in a month, it would send notices for any open AR for the specific month for a tenant. Not only that, we also had configurable so that uh, business can decide, okay, this is a big anchor. And if they have not paid by the tenth, we still don't want to send them a notice, uh, a reminder notice. And on the other part, rather than sending a notice once a month and not reaching out all the tenants, this was reaching out everybody multiple three to four times in a month. So that was a good, huge success, which uh, was a huge time saving for collection team and the company. The CEO, Joe Schaefer, when saw the demo in July, was thrilled and made a statement that it's a slick program, saving money by cutting off our offshore team doing this process. So we didn't have to pay them. Who contacted the tenants only once during the entire month, uh, based on the highest amount and which reduce the manpower. Secondly, also now the tenants are getting a reminder multiple times, so basically not letting them forget, okay, your rent was due, but you have not paid. So we do send an email before the late charges apply, and after even the late charges are applied, what's an extra amount you need to pay. So there were two projects from this, past your rent notice and late fee. But the late fee was not implemented in July. The past year rent notices was implemented in July. Then after that, we had COVID-19 affecting deferral, chargeback, and abatement. So we did multiple enhancement on that and uh, deployed, and it's working smoothly. Late phase, we, we are now starting implementing in November 20th. So we will be sending out late fee emails separately and also including in the past year and notices if they have still not paid, they now incur late fees. And uh, that was while working with uh, Rahul uh, during March and April. And we have another project currently. I'm working on a POC with ACH Automated Clearing House. Uh, where the payment implementation is being done in the email so that they can get a URL and do the direct payment from their bank. Awesome. Yeah, the, you know, for, for me being an outsider and uh, in looking at this um, through the scope of like an outside lens, someone who really wasn't uh, on this project or involved in the project, one thing that I noted that was really neat about everything that you were telling me, Sanjay, about how you've really grown in your in your knowledge of RPA from the area of a business analyst. Uh, it seems like there's a very good marriage in between the thought leadership of the consultant side and then also the, uh, the client side. So, and I, I'm curious to know this from your point of view and then Raul also from your point of view as well. What were some of the, uh, I guess, best fundamental practices that had to be uh, shared or detailed to strengthen that relationship um, and really onboard this digital workforce and I guess kind of help Winegarden as a whole uh, with the thought leadership aspect of hey we're going to be onboarding digital bots to completely oversee these processes. I think none of us were part of that because when Sunnet, uh was working with we 
to show it to our management. And I don't think uh, they knew what benefits would come out of this. So basically, like once we implemented this, uh, the new hire was also as a proof of concept, which was not like we were going to roll it out, but we saw what the great advantage of it and what it can do. So we wanted, as we were vetting our face into that, we needed to know what are the limitation challenges and it's another skill set to be adopted, right? So who's going to be learning that? Who's going to be working on that process and what else we can do but it is very clear that anything can be automated Mm. also Mm -hmm. any repetitive tasks which users are doing let's say if they're spending even an hour every day to do a repetitive task taking a file updating this doing this that can be freed up and Mm -hmm. that person can focus more on critical information which would benefit the company right right I guess that that's one of the more exciting things about it is, uh, you know, one thing that that has really uh, a lot of knowledge share coming into the RPA market now is, you know, especially whenever you have different emergences of more, you know, AI driven automation and hyper automation and things like that, that really anything can be automated, even uh, even beyond the rule based tasking, even beyond the more step by step mundane tasking. I mean, you can really even get into the weeds of, uh, more complex and end-to-end automation. Really, it's uh, endless. Uh, so that's actually one thing that, that really excites me even from an outsider standpoint. Uh, and this is even going into the world of marketing, uh, which which I am uh, enveloped in right now as far as automating a lot of processes within your CRM system. Uh, so that that's a really big treat too. Sanjay, I was curious, with, with everything we've talked about right now, did you have, you know, be it the project or otherwise, what was the biggest impact or biggest notable experience for you during this entire thing? If you had to name one or two things that really stuck out that were just the uh, the wow moments for you, what would they be? To be honest, plus to get a consultant who can work with you very uh, respectfully and share the experience, right? If many times when you work with consultant, it goes from you are expecting something and your return is something totally different. In this case, the entire team was very excellent. And even Rahul jumping in and managing when it was not even delayed, we we thought it would get delayed. And Rahul jumped in and took a bunch of stuff and helped out. So that's one applauding for Bridge, which I liked it because working with each other, you both need to know each other very well right. to get a good product. That's one thing. And then all the best practices they taught us. We were new, right? So we would uh, not know this is the system, how to do. And the documentation they did after and did a knowledge transfer to the entire team, mm-hmm. spending four to eight hours and documenting almost more than a week was very helpful, which we can go refer back. And pretty much the entire project was a huge learning wow factor, Mm -hmm. which if you see really, you may not realize, oh, can this be, even if you are a technical person, you may think, okay, this may not be automated, but pretty much everything was automated. There was nothing in that piece 
where it could not be automated. Right, right. That is really interesting. And thank you, Sanjay, for yes, sharing sorry. that with us. And uh, yeah, Raul, did you have anything to, to share there? Um, no, no. I think I think uh, I think Sanjay highlighted it. <laughs> Raul's just here but, for the compliments, right? <laughs> yeah. And, thank you, Sanjay. And no, no, but, I'm the I'm the uh, first one to say that I didn't work well with this consultant. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sanjay is a, is a great guy. We, we enjoy working with him. Um, a little pushy sometimes. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> well, you really have to be with these kind of things. You really do. Yeah, yeah. The, the RPA is probably, RPA projects are fast-paced. So, yeah. Uh, but something, something I want to bring up, so again, this is something that Sanjay told me. Uh, they, don't, they don't have a, a, they don't necessarily measure their ROI with numbers. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so, so they cannot say like, oh, we're saving this much money. Right. But, yeah. but, but Sanjay told me how they measure the success of these projects. And I think if, if you can share that with us, because that's very interesting, mm -hmm. uh, how the company sees the benefit of RPA and, and, and implementation of it. Yeah. So initially it takes time to do one project. Then onward, you start working on the project faster. For the new hires, the time saving was less than an hour. A file has been created, dropped in, and immediate uh, user is all set up, email sent out, no manual, nothing, which used to take three to five days before to document and then create a bunch of stuff and different people doing different. This is all one, uh, one stuff, agent, but the bot runs and creates everything and touches multiple people and saves the time. The collections, past year end notices is before. I don't have an ROI on that and how much it's working out, but uh, it's in less than one hour, it sends out emails to more than 1,000 to 1,000 people. Tenants, if they are not paying rent by the 10th, the rent is due on the first. The first email goes out on the 10th which used to be a manual power for everybody to dig, open up, go look, find it, go find the contact, call the tenant, do this and that, all that. And then try it. There was no reminder sent, which we did multiple times reminders. Right. So basically, a huge saving. Mm -hmm. uh, then there was a late fee process, which they manually run the job charge the late fee, let's say people who have not paid after the 10th or the 15th, they charge a late fee. And then they have to mail the statements out. So they have to print, get the address for each one, create envelopes and mail that out. That was completely automated, which was less than an hour and the email goes out wow. to them. So basically it, it was a good, uh, time saving of human manpower who are doing that repetitive task every month, every month, day in, day out. How much time they were taking, uh, there was one part of Accenture offshore people doing that, some part was collections doing here. Mm -hmm. But that all got saved. And like uh, in the last town hall meeting, our CEO said that we collected more uh, uh, cash than prior time uh, and uh, within our peers. Oh, wow. So not sure that uh, that is directly affecting with this process automation or uh, what's the process. But obviously, 
my understanding is if you get a reminder three times a month or four times a month, there's hardly that you will miss to do the payment. But if you don't get a reminder, you may forget it during this COVID time period where people may not be doing good, right? Right, exactly. Um, that is really interesting. And, and how, how has, Sanjay, how has the, um, the team who, uh, who has had firsthand experience seeing this automation? I guess, you know, some of the workers at Wine Garden who have actually uh, seen these software bots come in and do this, what has the reaction been from them? The reaction, so right now, the first implementation was IT. Mm-hmm. The second implementation for collections is accounting. Now we are at the past due rent and lease notices. And I told you the CEO said such a slick program, mm-hmm. saving money by not essential people doing the work. Yeah. So it's all done automated. So they were very, very thrilled. <laughs> and then on top of that, now they're working on ACH. That is also going to be part of an RPA. Because whenever you work with a third vendor, all your customization and the way you want emails or amounts or whatever you want, you're not going to get that. You're just going to get what that system provides you. This gotcha. is all in our control. So they right. are thrilled. So I'm, I'm pretty sure once this gets elaborated, people look at stuff, then everyone would be asking. We don't have a pipeline right now for doing an RPA project, but Slowly and steadily, people are seeing the automation and collections have been very, very happy. I've got uh, compliments from a bunch of people in collections. And uh, this is very nice. Like uh, if the email address is wrong, it bounces back to the collector. So the email is going out from a collector. Looking at the tenant, tenant knows whom to contact. The phone number, email, uh, the uh, collector name, all that. So it's going out from the collector. So the collector immediately, if the email tenant email has got changed, they'll get a bounce back and immediately they can fix it. So next round, they will get the email. Well, you know, that is, uh, I can really speak for SmartBridge whenever we say in your role that we are grateful to get to be a part of that project. And we are very thankful that uh, the team has reacted in the way that they have and the people really can do experience the full benefits of automation. Uh, and I guess with that, before we, well, I'll tell you what, before I get into this next segment, Raul, did you want to note anything uh, actually being a part of the project? Was there anything that Sanjay said that you wanted to drop a quick note on? Uh, no, no, I think Sanjay highlighted the most important parts. Uh, we, we talk about this, uh, you know, Sanjay and I talk a lot. <laughs> so, yes. So we talk about this project a lot and not just we're right now we're just talking about the high level details right. uh but we we talk about the the low level details you know and um uh, I think it was a great project every RPA project you learn something new uh, mm-hmm. because you always are interacting with new applications and doing things you were not doing before and Sanjay is a witness of that. Sometimes we have to be doing web services. Sometimes we have to be doing UI. We are we're always learning something. Uh, and these, the, specifically the, the user provisioning, since it had a lot of applications in it, we learned how to deal with all of them. And I, I'm actually, I was actually very surprised because that was developed by Dallas, our, our developer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was actually very surprised when I saw the process running uh, of how many applications it interacts with in such a smooth fashion and uh, 
the one that Sanjay does that processes a lot of records in in the matter of minutes. So it's it's very impressive to watch the final product uh, and how it 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 has it it has a lot less errors than humans and it it executes things way faster. So that that would be my closing comment. Understood. Understood. Um, and yeah. And I would like to add that all of them have not been broken so far running. It's running pretty good without like a, any nice. issues. Nice. So the, uh, the error trapping and all that done within the code was really good. I'm glad Excellent. to hear that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Very glad Otherwise, to hear that. Uh, Rahul, you know that I'll be calling you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we'll definitely, we'll definitely be hearing about it if something breaks. Uh, so I'll tell you what, guys, uh, we have, I know we're kind of running a little bit on time and we have a hard stop here. Uh, to conclude, uh, I wanted to ask one more question and it really had to do with, uh, hyper automation and candidates for more end-to-end automation because that is one thing that we're going to be seeing happening in 2021. Uh, Sanjay, for RPA at scale, or at least entertaining RPA at scale through hyper automation, uh, have you been able to experience that at all? Or did you, uh, through the course of the project, have you identified any uh, ideas for more intelligent and end-to-end automation opportunities? Yes, we do have an idea. Like uh, the collections was one was the end-to-end process, but uh, it's uh, really the business has to chip in uh, with the cost benefit. And I do think uh, right now everyone's experiencing because we have just gone at l- low scale. Initial new high provision was just for IT, so not any other department would have seen that benefit, right? So the other departments, we are looking at it. Uh, yes, the next year is the focus of doing more projects on RPA. Well, okay, guys. Um, before we actually close, Roel, Sanjay, was there anything else that you wanted to share before we concluded? Uh, no, Zach. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone. I would just want to add one more last point that, yes, people are seeing the benefit, what we have deployed so far. But as you know, sometimes the user feels everything automated. It's job security. They are feared, which they don't need to be fearing. That's what I have observed. <laughs> but other than that, I think it's a better automation tool for the future. And plus, you can focus on more critical and gain more benefit to work on the critical items. Gotcha. Well, thank you so much for sharing that, Sanjay. And thank you again for your time today and for giving us insight into, uh, into your experience with RPA role. Thank you for joining us. Uh, guys, this has been a pretty exciting episode of Transform IT. Uh, if you like what you heard, give us a like and share where you found us. We are on uh, iOS, SoundCloud, Spotify, and you can actually find where we are if you go to transformitpodcast.com. You can hear this episode and get more of the breakdown. And uh, also visit uh, smartbridge.com slash automation for more details on RPA itself. Uh, So we're going to go ahead and sign off from here. Sanjay Roll, thank you guys very much.